In this episode of the Cash Compound Podcast, we're going to speak to the chosen one, or we're going to see if he's really chosen here coming up in a second. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jay Do for the Cash Compound Podcast, and I've got a very special guest here on this month's episode where we are entertaining a guest. Well, he's not in studio. He's at his studio, and I'm excited about talking to him right now. We've been following this cat for about a year or so on social media at this point, and he's got a lot going on. He didn't notice us. There's a lot going on out there, but he is the chosen one. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Chris Cobb as our guest today. Chris, thank you for being on our show, man. What's going on, Mr. J? Dude, how are you? I appreciate it. And you yes, say, sir. I haven't noticed you guys, but I absolutely have because of some of our mutual connections. So I've probably been watching you guys longer than you've been watching me. That's the oh, funny thing about okay. it. <laughs> okay. That, isn't that how it works out there? It's wild, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> yeah. So about two and a half, let's get into it. About two, uh, about 15 months ago, I think, in 21, we started, mm-hmm. my brother, Jonah, who's the other half of the banking bros, had this big idea. Hey, my wife is out here influencing left and right influence and we were just making fun of her but maybe we mm-hmm. should do some tiktok that's what he told me and of course i'm the older wiser brother who has all the good ideas and i say that is a terrible plan we need to stick to the basics and we need to keep doing long form presentations for people infinite banking and cash value life insurance is something that cannot be broken down into one or two minutes and uh i was wrong chris yeah. Help me understand your journey with utilizing social media. We've seen about 500,000 followers on your TikTok. So tell me how it all started for you and what you got going on from Houston. So it's very interesting. I am like you in a sense when it comes to content. I, I come from a family full of teachers. So I'm like, hey, this stuff is it's not complicated. But I was like, you know, it takes an hour, two hours. It takes five books. You got to do it this way. Do it. So I was the hardest person to convince to start making content because me as an educator, I like talking about advantages, disadvantages, pros, cons, ins, outs. I like to leave no stone unturned. And I just felt like if you're on social media, that's impossible to do. Like you're, you're definitely going to leave out details that are important. And for me, I always feel bad because I feel like I'm misleading people by doing that. But similar story to you. So my wife, is she's in the business with me, she's a licensed agent. She was influencing people <laughs> 2018, 2019, 2020. Like right. she was more influential than me. And uh, what was funny is that I started watching what she was doing because I am super passionate about this stuff. I love what I do. I love insurance. I love finance. And I was seeing her run laps around me, though. And mm. she's not the one who necessarily loves it, not nearly as much as I do. Uh, but she was having much more success because she was marketing. She was putting the, the content out there. So um, going into 2023, um, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give this a shot. Like I, I know for me to have the influence, so to speak, or to have the impact that I want to have, I got to start taking advantage of social media because that's where most people consume their information. So Chris, it's not about you. It's not about how you would like it to be done because I don't mind reading books. I don't mind watching a three-hour seminar on YouTube and all that stuff. That's cool with me, but it, it was more like the people that you're talking to and the people that you're working with, how do they normally consume content? And two, Chris, it's not an either or. It's not like you you got to either do YouTube or you got to do social media. It's like you can do both, like create the long form content, but also create the short form content. 
and get people excited about it and teach them what you're doing. So last year, 2023 was my first year actually um, starting to to create content, which is funny because I had to hire a video editor because I am so anti-social media that I won't do it by myself. So if I got to shoot a video and all that type of stuff, I'm still pretty bad at that. Like I, I won't do it. So he is more, he's an editor, but he's almost more like accountability because he's the one who's like, we're meeting today, you're shooting. And he always asked me like, uh, I'm, I'm posting it. And I'm like, no, you know, wait, post it next week. No, he's like, I'm posting it today. I'm posting it tomorrow. So it's more accountability. Obviously he does a great work too, um, as far as editing, but, uh, he, he's, he's like a, a battery pack for me to get me going. And what's crazy is he has been, he's watched my journey for a couple of years and so, like I said, my, my background is I train and develop and teach a lot of agents. So he saw me on that end. And, okay. and for a year or two, he's been telling me, like, Chris, you need to create content. You love teaching. You love educating. You're pretty good at this. You need to record it. You need to record it. And uh, for, for about two years, I said, no, I'll, I'll pass. So like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it one day. And uh, I don't know. Last year, I spent the money. So I, I, I don't like spending money and wasting it. So. When I hired him, I said, okay, this is the one thing that'll probably make me get active. So we started shooting. Uh, we found our voice early on. It was education. It was teaching. It was it was connecting things. And uh, yeah, it, it, it popped. I went from TikTok having 200. I started at the like de- December 2022. And I went from having like 200 followers in March to 50,000 over a weekend. And it was just literally taking advantage of the platform, um, finding my voice, posting. And uh, we found something that people enjoyed. And uh, once we found out they enjoyed it, we, we said, you know what? We're going to double down on it. We're going to create more of that content. And we'll sprinkle some new stuff in here and there. But for the most part, we want to give people what they're looking for. So that's the story. That's how I was born. So to this day, I'm still the very anti-social media. <laughs> it's not natural to me. Right. Uh, but I do like the ability and the impact we can have. And I'm getting better. So. You guys yeah, man. Me, I promise you, I'm going to be more consistent. I'm going to put more go. out there. I'm just growing. <laughs> and see, I'm over here with my three-cup setup on my end, and that's our trademark to help people understand what we call the save and spend system. And my man is out there, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this cat out there on TikTok or the other socials, He's not even using cups out there. He's out there using lids from coffee cups and things like that. <laughs> this man is just using trash, and he's he's just running laps around me. Okay, so anyway, y'all come follow me. I got him on my show, but I'm just going to have to have commercials for me since he's doing so well on it. Man, congratulations. I'll, so, I'll, Absolutely, and I would love to bring you on mine so we can, we can share. And very good. it's crazy that people always ask me, how did that come about? So it was just me and the editor – one day he asked me about um, Silicon Valley Bank. So this was like March of last year. Right. And he was trying to, you know, understand like what happened? How can a bank go bankrupt? And in like 60 seconds, I explained to him what happened. And he was like, oh, that was brilliant. And I was like, oh, you think that was kind of cool? He's like, yeah, I, I like it. We need to shoot it. And so me, naturally, not liking content, I was like, okay, yeah, we'll shoot it next week. Let's, let's get together next time. Let's like really strategize and plan it. He's like, no, we got to do it now. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's where the list is because we literally did not plan for it. So we were trying to find how could I um, illustrate it with, with what we had. And um, that that's that's the birth of the whole content. It, it was a completely random moment. And it took me two or three takes like it didn't take much. Right. And um, it was it was completely organic and, and people liked it. So it, it's helped me create my mission statement now, which is trying to connect things that people don't understand with things that they do. So yes. that's how we educate. 
I love it. So when we started the Cash Compound a handful of years ago, we also wanted to create an environment of financial education that didn't take a financial degree to understand. And my brother and I, Jonah, we decided we were going to create a space for people who wanted to learn about or had heard about or thought they wanted to get going with this infinite banking idea. And we wanted to make sure mom would always understand what we were saying. That's what we used to say to each other. As long as mom could understand it, then we're in the right place because we're trying to help people like us who did not have all the background tools and educational knowledge from their family or they had the money to go to the seminars because we didn't. We talked about money as a family, and the only things we ever said was can't afford it. That's what our that's what we said. Mom mm-hmm. said, that's it, can't afford it. That's all we knew. So we needed to create something for the masses. So let's go into a question that I have for you that you brought up. When we're out there trying to influence or entertain but give educational content for folks, it's often without all the pieces or the caveats or the twists and turns. And I, like you, a person who knows what I'm talking about in depth and I specialize in something as a subject matter expert, you have to walk a fine line because we still are going to show it to someone in 60 seconds. So tell us how you deal deal with those delicate uh, topics and maybe fiduciary responsibility or the haters in the comments because heck, <laughs> you tried to try to walk through it in 30 seconds, 45, 60 seconds. And of course you can't be as thorough as you know, the technical details require. So how do you handle that, man? So I, I, I try to, um, it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's a fine line. Like you said, like I, it still bugs me. Like it still bothers me to this day because I want to be thorough. I want to be good. And I know in this industry, the insurance industry, the knock is that there's always somebody who's hiding something or, you know, have one hand behind their back. So that's why I like to be fully transparent. Um, but what, I, what I've learned is when it comes to um, communicating and educating, uh, the best thing is to understand concepts first and then detail seconds. So concept is, hey, you know, if you buy a Ferrari, I mean, you probably care about one or two things. Is it fast? Do I look cool? Um, is it going to break down? Like, you know, there's most of us, we're not into cars like that. You know, where we look under the hood and say zero to 60 and this and that and this caliber and all, we don't understand it. We just want it because it looks, it looks fancy. You know, it's the cars that Batman drive. So understand the concept. So that's one of the things that helped me with social media is that I know I'm not giving the PhD on the information I'm giving. And I try to preface that by saying, Hey, this isn't everything or at the end. Hey, if you want to know more, inbox me, read this book, do the blah, 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 blah. But I'm more just trying to educate people with the concept so they can start understanding and start, you know, getting the basics and the fundamentals. And that's a fiduciary. When it comes to insurance, um, yeah, I, I always have to tell people, I mean, I pretty much end almost all my videos like, hey, this may not make sense for you or let's talk so we can talk and see if it makes sense or if it's, if it's right for you. Because, um, again, the things that we do, as much as I love it, as much as I want everybody to grasp it and get it, I understand it's not going to be the case. Um, I mean, even I'm a faith based person, so I mean, not trying to convert you, but like even Jesus can save certain people. Like he would literally be in their town, in their backyard. And he says, you know what? Because of your faith, I can't even do a miracle. So for me, I understand that in business, even though I'm trying to do the right thing, I'm trying to help as many people as possible. Still, there's going to be the haters. There's going to be the naysayers. There's going to be people who just choose to not believe. And I can't focus my time and energy on that person because there is somebody who's 
like dying and, and begging for help and begging for somebody like me to come reach out to him. So that's what I try to keep in mind is that, you know, it's, it's the parable of the sowers. You sow a seed, some will get plucked by birds, some will um, be in stony ground. So it may sprout a little bit, but it doesn't have roots. Some will grow, but it'll have thorns and some will grow and it'll give yield to 30, 60, 100 fold. So my jo- job as a sower is to just keep planting seeds. I, love I don't it, man. control what's going to happen. I just my, The only thing I can do is how many seeds can I put out there? So that's literally the mindset I have to go into before I shoot. And then when I do that, I'm okay. But like, if I don't have that mind in me, then I'm, I'm a struggle. Cause I, I don't, it's not like what's natural to me. So long I, answer. <laughs> I get it, man. 100%. And when we go back to that parable of the sower, the question that always wants to come to our minds, especially with this crazy algorithm and all these Chinese terrorists or whoever's letting us see stuff from TikTok, I don't know. It's a wildfire out there is why some 30, why some 60, and why some 90? And we have to remember, I don't know, Jesus already told us how it was going to work. We need to calm down and just keep sowing seed. Yeah, Just trust it. Don't sign up. Just don't sign up for the class. Why some 30? Why did this one go viral and this one didn't, right? It's a very interesting algorithm out there, and we're so happy that uh, you've also found success being able to use this platform, and that's connected us. So let's talk a little bit more of that kingdom focus that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing your logo for those of us who are watching on our YouTube channel, the Cash Compound. We can kind of see your logo on the crest right there. We got the chosen agency here tell us about that obviously you're coming from a background of faith and you have a mission then i'm sure tell us a little bit more about that mission and kind of how your operation works and what services and and uh do you provide to your to the folks who want to work with you so yes the name of our agency is chosen agency and uh we're primarily life insurance and annuities so some retirement solutions and um it's so the, the foundation of Chosen is this, uh, just like you growing up, you know, I, I wanted to vacation every quarter, but we didn't. I wanted nice shoes, nice this, nice that. And uh, my family did well. They provided for us. So I'm not saying we struggled, but um, I always felt like there was more that we could have done or should have done financially as far as love and support. Greatest upbringing in the world. Like I can't complain. Even financially, I won't complain because they provided a, a home and they gave me shelter and clothes and food always. So um, that's the main thing. But there was a time where we had a uh, gathering with some of our cousins and we were kind of like meeting and they're like, why are we doing this? Like, you know, our family's smart. We're talented. Why don't we not, you know, making millions and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And um, what I started realizing is that they were right. Like we, we do have the potential. We do have the foundation to do something special. Um, but at some point somebody has to take the lead, take the initiative. And so that's where chosen was birthed because like for me personally, I didn't grow up thinking it would be me. I thought it'd be my my brother or, you know, my older cousins, this and that. But what happens is time begins to pass and all the people that you hope were going to save you, um, you kind of seeing things unfold. You realize that, no, that they're not your savior. They're not the one that's going to be the blessing and bring the change. And what happens was about five, six years ago. I kind of started feeling like, you know what? I'm the one who is about that life. Like I, I'm studying this stuff. I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to make sacrifices. And I was like, you know what? Lo and behold, maybe I'm the one that's actually chosen to bring us from darkness to light. 
And so that's what chosen agency is all about. It's a group of people who feel like, you know what, maybe they are a little bit of a, the black sheep or outcast or, you know, they're the ones who march to the beat of their own drum, but it's because they want to bring something to fruition. They want to bring their light and they want to help as many people as possible. So that's where chosen comes from because we, um, I don't come from a wealthy family, just humble beginnings. But um, when it comes to insurance, the reason I got in the industry is that my grandmother passed away in 2012 and she left over six figures to her kids, which one of them happened to be my mom and my parents. So um, her doing that opened my eyes to the industry. And uh, at that point, my parents became debt free. Finally, I actually bought two or three um, like rental properties that same year. So now they're becoming homeowners and investors. And I always joke because I smile a lot, but that's the, yeah, I got braces. There <laughs> so you go. Bought me some confidence. And so I started putting two and two together. I was like, you know what? That was such a blessing, uh, what she was able to do. I think more people would want to do that if they had a, the knowledge, the opportunity. And so it's just ignorance, right? You just don't know what you don't know. You know, people perish for lack of knowledge. Um, somehow that lady, as wise as she was, 20, 30, 40 years ago, got a policy, took care of the family. And now we're telling that story. So Chosen is just me feeling like I might be the one that bring us out of the darkness, but also telling her story too and what she was able to do and how it transcended generations because we all have been blessed financially and we all can see the light. So that's what pulled me to the industry as well because I didn't even know anything about like the cash value and infinite banking. I got attracted because of the life insurance because I've seen what it can do for a family. I've seen how it can bless them and change everything. And so now my mission statement at Chosen is we like to instill courage by unleashing freedom. Because I think most of us, we are in that unique position where we can do something pretty great. Um, you just need the courage to, to launch out there and do it. And it's the same thing with me with the social media. So we created that mission statement in 2022. And that's when I said, you know, at 23, I'm going to shoot more because I need the freedom. I need the courage. And I can't be preaching this to people yet. I'm living cowardly and fearful. Like, no, this is the thing you know you need to do. This is how you're going to touch more people. So do it. And uh, that's the beautiful thing about um, chosen agency. So obviously we teach a lot of insurance and savings investing, but too, it's just more or less like giving people a platform to kind of let us know what their fears are, but also find ways to, you know, create the courage and say, you know what, let's, let's go ahead and tackle this to slay this dragon. And so me and my wife have been running the brokerage. We've been married. Actually, what's today's date? 16. So in two days will be our anniversary. Okay. Very good. Congratulations. <laughs> so that'll be four years that, We've been kind of ripping and running together. And, uh, yes, it's starting to take a life of its own. It was just two crazy kids thinking they could be something. And now it's uh, we just had an event here in Houston. So if you see me sipping my tea, it's because my voice is gone. Okay. We had an event here in Houston uh, a couple of days ago this weekend with over 100 agents. So, yeah, it was it was just for fun. It was to prove a point to ourselves. And now I guess we're proving a point to the world. <laughs> Love to hear it, man. So going yes, to... Uh, our, you, you mentioned the agents that you train and that was kind of your background. You just came off of a, a new experience, I guess, with training agents. Now we're a boutique shop on our end. So training agents is not what we advertise or have specialty around. And we do have a team. We've got a handful of people and they're great people. And we're doing a little bit in that area, but we're only looking for people who are specifically looking and vying to be on our team. Tell me how your philosophy differs and, you know, wh who you're training and how you, are they all on your team? Are you kind of send them out, uh, for other groups or other teams? Are you part of a larger organization? Help me understand that. Absolutely. So we are actually, we are partners in the organization. So we're, we're partner owners in the, 
um, company, and my wife and I now are, because of time, we, our personal time is becoming a little bit more restricted because, you mean, you only got 24 hours in a day. So, um, traditionally, we were training a lot of people who had never been in the industry before, never been licensed, because that's how we started. Um, now, we are mostly working with other brokers, so people who've been in the industry, been licensed, who already have teams. So we're pretty much helping them and helping some of their people. So uh, don't get me wrong. I, I have some availability for somebody who's brand new and trying to learn it all, but it's it's more experienced agents now and uh, helping them with the infrastructure, the systems, also teaching the, the marketing and the social media. And then too, it, it is the, the inner workings of life insurance because I like to pride myself on being one of the people that understands insurance. But this past year, I've been deep diving into infinite banking and I'm realizing I know nothing. <laughs> so uh, and it's like if I feel this way, I imagine all the other agents are feeling kind of lost. But what happens with a lot of the companies, they're always, pro- you know, they're, they're focused on different things. There's nothing wrong with it. some of them are focused on recruiting. Some are focused on just selling, sell whatever you can to sell. Um what I've learned is there's a lot of people with good hearts and they want to understand the products and there's really not a place to go to get that information. So now we're kind of creating that, that safe space for people who've already been in the industry, who's looking for a home, who wants to actually learn the industry, learn the business, learn the policies, but also teaching the systems and the marketing so that they can get off the ground and um, become, you know, a little bit more attractive to the marketplace. So love it. Okay. Oh yeah. And too, I, I follow you guys a lot. Like, so a lot of my learning, believe it or not, is like a third party just from some of the stuff you guys post. Seriously. Very good. All right. It's out there so you can steal it. We we know now <laughs> if you learn something from Chris, it's because we taught him. So that's I'm, I'm just trying to get on his level. Remember, I'm a couple hundred thousand short on some of his followers out there. So that's all. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I love it. I'm glad that we can learn from each other. Yeah. And uh, me seeing how other people were doing um, engaging content, short form content what is also, yeah. I mean, iron sharpens iron in that area. So you see somebody with some successful tool or visual, we've got our three cups. You do a lot of props as well and help people understand mm-hmm. what the concepts were very similar in that area. Okay, so I want to go back to a little bit more of what has gotten you to this place and the success that you have attained so far. So I want you to talk about that in terms of some of the things that you've read. What have you read that you feel has changed your mindset, opened your eyes, or pushed you forward? So give us a list of some of those materials out there, and I want to know because I want to be a person who's continued to learn and grow, and I think our listeners would too. Absolutely. So, um, some of it, I'll take you back from when I was a kid. I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, but I, I did want to be rich. Let's just say <laughs> that was it. And so I've always thought that I would work around money. Cause it's like, Hey, if you work around money, you probably, uh, would learn how it works and have better opportunities. So I went to university of Georgia, graduated from there, had literally no idea what I want to do. I just my dad did mention me at one point. He said, you know what? Insurance is always hiring. It's always around. Like, it's a good industry. So I did go for business. I kind of stumbled into insurance. My first job was with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And um, it was just the first job I got hired. But I, I met so many people who were traveling for business. And a lot of them did insurance. So eventually, one of the guys um, gave me his business card. I got an interview with a company. And I started working with them. It's called Travelers. So I was an underwriter. So I've been around insurance like 
I'm, I'm only 33. Well, 33. Uh, I've been in insurance for nine years. So like, as soon as I got out of college, I got right into it. Um, but what happened was once I was working with travelers, I came across a book called Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. So that book is like seven, 800 pages. It literally looks like a Bible. But he was talking about permanent insurance, cash value insurance, and how it's a place that you can put money. It grows tax free. And the interest on it, obviously, is not, it may not be guaranteed, but on average, five, six, five, six percent every year. And I was like, wow, this is kind of important. Like, I, I was like, I've never heard of this. And then he talked about index annuities. He was like, hey, you can get stock market like gains, but without taking any of the risk. And I was just like, this cannot be real. And so that's when I started doing more research. And I said, let me get this license to see. And so I read that book, not understanding any of it, but just became curious. And uh, back then, though, I used to listen to Dave Ramsey a lot. So I don't necessarily agree with a lot of stuff he says. But back then, I, I, I definitely listened to him because I had $70,000 in student loans. And so he's the king of, you know, getting debt free. So right. coming out of college, he was the first person I found out about getting debt free. So I was doing all the um, the seven baby steps, the, the debt snowball, all that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. So I was reading um, Total Money Makeover. I, I listened to his podcast faithfully every day, all four hours. I would be at my cubicle at work. I would have it in every day. Right. Um, and so I, even though I don't agree with a lot of the things he says, I do like accredit him a lot of my success because he's the first person that made me start thinking like financially, just literacy in general. Like I started thinking about it because of him and um, he helped me during that season. He helped me. So uh, total money makeover. And from there, uh, another book that helped me just as far as mindset, actually I got it right in front of me. It's called secrets of a millionaire mind. So it's a book that I read in 2019, 2020, um, my CEO at the time at the company I was working with then that he recommended it for me because he was just like, Hey, you got the skills, you got the talent, you smart enough. He's like, the only thing you need to change is just the way you think that's mm. it. He's like, you're from okay. Hartwell, Georgia, where yeah. there's only like 3000 people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay. You know, he just called yeah, it like, like it was. Yeah. It's just like, you got at this point, you got to change the way you think as soon as you do that, you'll be making six figures. And so, um, read that book in, at the December 2019 ish. January 2020, that first year, me and my wife, we made six figures in the first five months of the year, five, six months of the year. And I never made six figures on my own as an entrepreneur. So that was a big deal. Um, that, and then all the traditional ones like uh, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, I'm a big Bible reader. Proverbs is still one of my books. Just wisdom. You know, it teaches you how to act, how to treat people. Because um, a lot of times what happens in this business is that you think you need to know everything about products and this and that, which is important, but at the end of the day, it's still a people business. So how to win friends and influence uh, people was a good one. Cause it just keeps me in a good space of how to communicate and how to present this stuff. Because now it, for a while, it was me just trying to be the smartest guy in the room. That was like my aim. And now it's like, okay, I don't have to be the smartest guy. I, I just want the right information and I want to learn how to be the best communicator. So Everything I read now is more like leadership, mindset, but it's all like communication because it's not so much of having it here. It's being able to have it here and, and, and translate it to somebody else in their language so they can get it. So, yeah, that's what I do a lot of. And, and now that I'm leading and teaching a lot of agents, again, it's not so much about product as it is communicating and make sure they understand what I'm saying. 
So I know I gave you a roundabout answer, but I read a lot. <laughs> I am one of those people. Uh, YouTube University, Jim Rohn is my guy. I listened to him the first time in college, not knowing anything about him, what he did, but he just captivated me. Uh, Zig Ziglar, I listened to him for sales. I wasn't even in sales yet, but I just liked him. Um, I like Les Brown. I was listening to him in college, just kind of get myself picked up. Eric Thomas. Um, yeah, I, I started that stuff when I was like 20, 21. And I had no clue what I wanted to do. I had no vision. I just knew it made me feel good. And they talked about being better people. And that's what I want. I just want to be a better person. So, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Love it. And most of those I've read and you and me have an affinity for motivational and encouragement in terms of self-help, entrepreneurial and that type of business speaker as well. I spend a lot of my background as a speaker and I still get on stages and help people understand what we do and how they can become financially free, cracking that cash flow code and yeah, what, love what would you me. Say your favorite book is or what's the one that made the, the shift for you? Well, the sh now originally for me, when I got out of college and this is, I'm a little older than you, but when I got out of college, it was total money makeover as well. So it was Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. It was how it started. And, you know, and obviously you and I have opinions now that are probably in the similar vein about certain things that he says, but in terms of getting out of my student loan debt, that was how I was awakened originally to financial planning. Like I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what to do. So this is, uh, when I'm 22, 23 years old, I got out of my school loans over the course of 15 months utilizing the baby step kind of program and method with Dave Ramsey. And now of course, Obviously, we're going completely different directions on insurance because he thinks it's an investment, and I don't. Um, well, I know it's not, but he calls it an investment, and he's also obviously talking about people who use it like or use the styles of insurance that are investment grade, which we do not. We're whole life purists over here. And so, yeah, I obviously veer with him on several of those fronts at this point, but... Yeah. Um, that's how it always uh, it started. Jim Rohn's goal setting workshop is one of my favorites. I was on stage and I gave it to some people just this past week. Um, so Jim Rohn, Les Brown, all of them completely um, have shifted the way my mind was when I was growing up and non entrepreneurial. At least I thought. Right. Because I didn't go to school to be an entrepreneur. I went to school to get good grades and get a good job and that stood for jump over backward for these people. I was like, I ain't doing all that. So what, what yeah, was man. your major in college? What, so what I studied, coming up? so I studied, I studied communications in college. And uh, when I finished in 2006, uh, six months later, after that time, I actually became an MC for our minor league baseball team in our community. So most people in my community in South Carolina, they actually knew me as the guy who didn't throw them a t-shirt at the last minor league Red Sox game. That's how they knew me until I got a little bit closer to you in Hartwell, Georgia. And I was the MC for Clemson University basketball for 13 seasons, man. So what? everybody, 13 seasons, men's and women's, uh, threw every T-shirt, uh, every half-court shot, gave away every pizza. I'm on all the Jumbotron stuff. I, I do things for the ACC as well, the women's ACC tournament. I'm the MC for it every year, 10 years running. So um, that's how most that's awesome. people... Yeah, so that so the financial education or literacy around that that we have our mission vision values around now, that's not how my friends knew me, not at all. So 
So what about Jonah? Was he more like the finance or neither Joe, one? Well, he was, and he still is. Okay. So he runs a lot of more of our operational side of things. And out of school, my brother, of course, Jonah, the banking bros guy, uh, he actually started selling property and casualty insurance after school. Gotcha. Uh, shortly after, he was working for a bank. So he's working for a large bank, and he's in the corporate office just doing customer service on the phone for people's regular checking accounts, that type of thing. And mm-hmm. so I, because of all my connections and curiosity, learned about some things in money that I said, you got to come with me and check this out. Because I think when we're talking about guarantees and growth around here, I think what they're talking about is something we should already have known. And number two, I need you to explain it to me after they're done talking. Cause what are they saying? <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that, that, that's kind of, that's kind of was how I got my start too, because I was an underwriter. So I, I did work in insurance and I was working with banks and credit unions. So I was in the finance space, so to speak, but my family and friends would always ask me questions about right whole life and this and annuities and so I, like that stuff is interesting to me so I, I would always do the research and you know try to help them the best i could um but that's when eventually i was like why why am i you know referring this to somebody else i could be making this money <laughs> so exactly I eventually say you know what to get the license is a couple hundred bucks like let me just go through it do it and uh, maybe i'll use it maybe i'll create a business but it, it for me it was more like a passion project like i wanted it because i wanted to know the information and uh, that's how it grew, though, because people kept asking questions and other people had questions. So they would refer them and refer them. And so that's why I was so behind the scenes, because that's how I did it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just realized that if I want to have a large impact, then maybe I should get in front of the camera. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've always been interested in finance. I just didn't know how to make it work. Coming yeah. from Hartwell. I didn't yeah. have that example. So I understand that, man. So it's time for our fan follow of the week. On this episode, we are highlighting our YouTube channel. That is The Cash Compound. Hopefully you like and subscribe over there and click that notification for our next great conversation and episode. But shout out to Blake Parker. At Blake Parker 5527 Looks like Blake recently followed us on YouTube, and we look forward to helping him. Cashflow and code crack that whole system in his life. Blake, appreciate you. As we kind of wrap things up, one or two more questions. Give us mm-hmm. some takeaways. What can our audience know and learn and do moving forward? 2024, we're recording this in January, and we want to know what Chris says. What is it, if we, want, if we feel chosen, what is it that we do now from this type of conversation? What do we need to learn? Where should we start? What's uh, a tip, a trick, um, or a piece of the trade that someone should know and hear from you? Okay, awesome, awesome. So if that is you, first thing first, you need to follow me on all social platforms. It is Chris, traditional spelling cop, C-O-B-B underscore chosen. So that's my Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, everything. It's pretty pretty easy. Chris Cobb underscore chosen. And if you're that person, hopefully you will watch the content and you will start taking steps in the direction of what it is that you're trying to do. So for me, I want to learn a little bit more about finance. And I say, you know what? Maybe I'll hire somebody, but better yet, how about this? Why don't I just go and get my license? Like, why don't I dive deep into this thing? And so a lot of us, we know what it is that we should be doing or what we want to do. And uh, we create barriers of entry. So I will admit back in the day, there was a lot of gatekeepers. And to this day, there still are some gatekeepers. 
but we live in an information age. So when you really want to know something, it's much easier to get the information than ever. So don't allow yourself to be your own gatekeeper because that's what it was for me. The things I'm doing now are things I saw myself doing six, seven, eight years ago. In the first two or three years, it was just me talking myself out of it or saying, oh, this can't be that way or it can't be that simple. And it's entrepreneurship. It's life. Like you got ups, you have downs, you have bumps, you have bruises. But um, it's not as easy as you think, but it's it's not nearly as hard as you think either. So like, let's figure out what the next step is. If it's getting insurance, let us know. Reach out to us. I can show you how to get licensed. If it's something else completely different, like just let me know. I'm I'm not a consultant. I kind of help people, but I been in business now. I can see a lot of people's constraints. I guess you could say limiting beliefs. And sometimes you just need one person in your ear to tell you that it's possible and give you a little direction. And so that's what we do right now. That's probably going to be my long term. Uh, play like I think I'll be insurance for the next 15 20 years just because I like it uh, eventually I think I want to transition into coaching and consulting and helping uh, small businesses get off the ground uh, just because I like like I said I like uh, instilling courage and a lot of times we know what to do uh, we know we know how to do it we just need somebody to tell us that it's possible you know so that's what I like to be so going that- in 24 take action guys like literally just do it go ahead and get started and yes you're gonna make mistakes but that's fine you're getting closer every time you make a mistake i think we're gonna be able to end that episode right there man that was great thank you chris for more content like this great interview from chris cobb shout out to the chosen agency and Chris's team out there in Houston, Texas. Make sure you follow us on all of our platforms. And if you want a one-on-one cash consultation about how you can be that change maker in your family, we'd love to help you get started with our system, the Save and Spend system. So make sure you click the links below and get on our calendar for a free cash consultation to start your 2024 right.